Updating. I can have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It's episode 78. What's happening, man? You sent me a long list of stuff you wanted to talk about this week. It's been one of those weeks, dude. But before we do, I wanted to ask you, I sent you a tweet. So last week while I was editing the podcast, um, and I've been talking a lot about Michael Rappaport. I've been talking a lot to Michael Rappaport on Twitter, Mm -hmm. trying to start this uh, grassroots campaign for the uh, True Detective Season 3. Wanted to get Michael Rappaport's name out there and just see what kind of fanfare I could get going. I, just by accident or whatever, he changed his picture is what happened on Twitter. And so I clicked on it. And I'm like, that's weird. It's not this picture he had before. And it was actually the cover of, uh, I guess, the new logo for his podcast. I'm like, Michael Rappaport has a podcast? Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I hurried up and tweeted as many people as I possibly could before I even listened because I was like, this is going to be gold no matter what. As far <laughs> yeah, as I'm you, know, you know going in. Yeah. yeah. So um, there's two episodes up already. And I'm like, man, how could I be so... Again, the punk rock sensibility in me was like, does that still count as like, I, I heard this before it was popular, I was on this right away, or did I did I get in too late? I think two episodes in, you're still ground floor, All I right. think. I All mean, right. other than like being at the bodega and hearing, <laughs> and hearing him just talk about it, like in passing while he's grabbing smokes or Funyuns or something, well, man, that's ground floor. That's like, he's talking like, man, I should do a podcast. That's ground ass floor. I think the biggest thing is... You know, in order to be legit, you have to know your history. Do your history. So I started listening, told everybody about it, and um, I was able to cut up a, a huge, I cut up like 35 to 40 different sound bites from the Michael Rappaport podcast, uh, which is called I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. So you'll hear me throwing them in during this episode uh, whenever I can. I also built a soundboard, which I put a link to on our Facebook. So if anybody else has a podcast, uh, even though I did all the hard work, love Rappaport, love uh, spreading the Rappaport word. So feel free to use the podcast um, soundboard on your podcast or whatever else. You, you would do that for them. That's right. That's, I love that. That's good. That's beautiful. Uh, what'd you think? I mean, of his podcast? Yeah. Oh, it was everything I, mean, I wanted it to be. You knew it was good going in, but uh, yeah, you know, because feedback. I, I didn't. I, I guess I thought it was going to be one of those. I, I was hoping, and I think it will eventually turn into an interview show. At some point, I don't because think it needs to. I don't either. That's what I wanted to try to tell Michael Rappaport is if if <laughs> I have any say in this, and uh, I've offered my assistance in any way I can. I'm sure, he's uh, waiting by the phone. Like, <laughs> I just feel like this. A lot of other podcast celebrities and stuff like that, uh, they will do. You know, and he probably has a lot of celebrity guests or a lot of people he can reach out to to talk. And that'd be it's interesting to break it up every now and then. But I look at it like. I want to see people come and interview him. I want to know, like, I mean, he's yeah. done so many cool far movies. Far more so many in, cool people. Far more interested in him than whoever he has on the show. And I think that's a lot of, like, what these guys don't understand. And is, you know, they, they look at it, they go, well, I know me. And what's interesting about me is I can get good guests and I can interview them. But I think what they need to understand is 
I I like Michael Rappaport's podcast for Michael Rappaport. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. whatever else he brings to the table, it's all it's all you know it's all gravy. But right up front, I couldn't have been happier because like we were talking before we started, it's like he turned on a microphone and just started talking. And <laughs> I was sitting there after I especially made the soundboard, I was playing it to my wife like over and over and over <laughs> to my kids until they were completely just like we stop with it already. But I laugh every single time because. Um, just check this check this one out. Rap a fuck, rap a douche, rap a dickhead. That's fucking crossing the line. He's talking about when he was growing up, all the nicknames that people used to call him. Yeah. And it's like, man, I just feel like uh, he's got so much. I just I guess his delivery, and I, the dude's funny. I just, they're like, naturally funny. And I don't know if he's, like, funny joke joke funny, but it's just sort of like the way he tells stories, the way he talks, it's funny to me. I'm not as well versed in his movies as you are. Um, I, I like them, but more than more than being in good films, he, he's known for kind of just being like an electric character. You know, what I mean, this guy's you like. There's no one else like name another actor that's kind of like Mike. There's really not one that's like Rappaport, right? He's kind of his own thing, right? You, he's kind you, of his you, own. He got blinders on, man. <laughs> which is uh, which is why, like you said, it'd, it'd be better to hear more more of him. Because he, it's not like, okay, Pacino is a great actor, been in a thousand films. I don't want to hear him do a podcast. I just don't care. He's not as as uh, much of a, a real-life right. character as Rappaport seems to be. Well, here's the thing. If Michael Rappaport feels the need to interview other people and whatnot, we, I, what, I would like to interview Michael Rappaport. Because I have questions that I think that he may not necessarily think, ah, people aren't interested in this or that. I am. Yeah. And I want to, I want to, I want to throw this out there. I will absolutely prepare a good 10, 20 questions. I thought you could say whether dinner. he does it on our, I'll do that too. Whether he does that on our podcast, we ask him and he comes on our podcast and we, you know, or however we have to do it. But I definitely think that, uh, he's, he's got, he's got some good stories. I can already tell. Well, he's such a good talker that he doesn't need great jumping off points. Just you know, or me, something, but I like to throw my hand. Right. But me. I mean like something little and just watch him go. Cause yeah, he is a. He's an engaging character for sure. <laughs> I was listening to him talk about the Jay Z show he went to, and just like just him describing the show he was at. I don't know. It's just awesome, man. He was like, "Look, I love No Doubt. I, I'm a fan. I don't know any No Doubt songs. I don't really know what they do or what they're about or what they play. But I am a No Doubt fan." <laughs> the way he broke it down just cr- it cracked me up. To be fair to him, he said, "I don't know five. I guess the thing is, I feel like sometimes there's, uh, you know. The, another reason I was always drawn to Paul Verzi's podcast is the fact that I know 
that if he sat in the third chair or we we met him somewhere, if he wasn't a celebrity or whatever, that's definitely a dude's dude. And that's what I think yeah. about Rappaport. To me, yeah. that's like the biggest compliment is you could pretty much fit in in any circle. He's just a, like a Plus, cool he dude. brought up bagels and locks in the first, I think, I don't know, 20 minutes. The best bagel, cream cheese, and locks. So I knew right there. I was like, I'll palm your hand. If you're not cock diesel, shut it down. I agree. All right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. definitely. But I'm glad to add it to uh, to the to the podcast queue for sure. Um, so this, let me just look down this list of things you wanted to talk about, and I'll, I'll pick one. I'm going to pick a random one out. First of all, I had one of these jacked up weeks where you're okay. like, hey, what do you want to talk about? I was like, well. <laughs> I have uh, this. Yeah, it's it's almost like uh, how much time you got. You did see a movie, uh, which you know so we several. last week we talked about, and we we asked um, the listeners to come up with some great '80s movies that you may have missed out on because of your crazy childhood. I re-listened to that portion of the podcast so I could jot them down, and I jotted them down. My only fail was that I didn't know exactly who recommended each one because okay. I wanted to give them props or or say, "God damn, how dare you!" Well, and, and you know what? Next time before. When you tell me what movie, I'll go back and look it up, and that way we'll be able to okay. be able to do that. Okay. Um, so, well, we could start out with that. What did you What did you watch? Well, the first ones I and I'll tell um at I guess Max Powers at Survived by uh, Rats. He said the Burbs, and I rented it. Um, unfortunately, it never made it from the case <laughs> into the DVD. I never got to it. I I had it, and it was in uh, it was in the house, and I just didn't get to it. But when I returned it. I went to the video store, not the library. <laughs> I, I paid a dollar. I think the old movies are two for a dollar. So this Do they is, actually have Burbs on Blu-ray or just DVD? It was DVD. Okay. It was DVD for sure. But the beautiful thing about this homework is that it cost me like 50 cents a movie. That's the cheapest thing ever. But I did go, uh, I grabbed Red Dawn and um, Weird Science. And I put Bad Boys on the queue because that was free. Let Put a pin in, in Red Dawn for mm-hmm. now just because. Good. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Good. Great movie. But I'll put your pin in it. I don't even want to waste my pin. You don't like it? If you want to get to it, yeah, actually, go ahead. Because now I'm interested. I want you to be. I want you to bone up. Watch All it. Right. Watch it. All right. Uh, but definitely, I, I got you. Weird Science. I've seen probably twenty five times. So really well versed in Weird Science. Did you take notes? I did. You know, I just mental notes. I just no, not really. I here's the thing. Is John? Is it John? John Hughes. Hughes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, John Hughes is the one that directed all this genre. Like the yes, say the, the Brat Pack movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do your history. It must have been, uh, I guess, in the 80s, you had to be that age. Now, I know things get lost in translation, and it's hard. Some you mean don't... 35 appearing to be 16? Yeah, well, uh, yeah I'll get oh, to okay. that, because... Things don't always hold up. I get that. And most things don't hold up. And it's a time and a place when you have to watch it. But uh, these movies were... And I know I'm saying things that people figured out 20 years ago. <laughs> but mind you, I am uh, 20 years behind the curve. And this, watching it the first time yeah, at, what, 34 years old? I'm 34. So watching Weird Science at 34 is like... It, I, I don't even have a great word. I'm, right. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, it's, it, was, it seems like it was written by a dude... That was like he thought of it when he was fourteen. He's like, hold on to this idea. Like, don't don't forget how bad you want to see a pair of titties. And he waited. That's what the eighties was about. And as you go through these eighties movies, you're gonna see that about more. pairs of titties. Yep, it's a, it's a oh, recurring good, theme in the because I like pairs of titties. <laughs> but what's upsetting is that you see the the super hot chick that they create 
and I'm not going to break down the movie 100%, but dude, they created... We've all seen it. You can go ahead. They take a computer and they put bras on their head. (laughs) And like the way... I know, okay, it's a comedy, but it's... You got to have... You got to have one pinky toe in reality. It's just like, oh, there's there's lightning and computer and shit. It's about science. Dude, it's it's nothing to do with... Not even even a... There's no portion Are you really going to tell me that you... And I hope you're doing this just for the purposes of humor because <laughs> no, well, I'm, I'm telling you that every it, you see this I want is the my time between, back, so I'm taking it out on this microphone. You saw this movie when you're 34 years old. Yeah. I guarantee you that every kid attempted to create maybe not a girl but something in the same fashion. I guarantee every kid that watches goes, "Is that possible?" Can we do this with a Commodore 64? I guarantee it because is that I know possible? I possible? You thought oh. like if I put a bra on my head and like candles, lightning might strike in this listen, hot chick wearing high rise panties will come out of the closet? The, you know, the, that end of it. You no. thought specifically that situation? No, that, that, the, yeah, the bra, know, the traditional dressings. No, no I I'm like talking the about the nice. hooking up some sort of a wiring to your computer and, and coming up. Now imagine back then. I mean, I think most people spend more calories on warming up fruit. I'm, uh, but I'm telling you, if you're if you're a 12, 13 year old boy and you're watching that movie, yeah, ah, the sky's the limit, man. I guess infinite possibilities. It, it, maybe at that point, it's a new. If idea. you've seen war games, if you've seen like computers, are the most incredibly advanced. Uh, the opportunities are out there. You just, I mean, it's just, it's whatever you can, whatever your brain can. I've just been tainted with experience and time. So I watched this and I'm just like, what's going on? And then okay, so the super <laughs> then the super hot chick comes out and is it rated R? Yeah. Okay, it's rated R. They jump in the shower think, with her. I think it is. Maybe not. Maybe they jump in the shower with her. Would it hurt anybody? Would it hurt us for her to turn around? No. All it is is a bunch like, and I'll take it a step further. Not only do they not show her boobies, which would be the only redeeming quality of this. Not only do they. If that's not a fucking metaphor for life. Not only do they not show her boobies. Uh, later on, the rest of the movie, she wears like blankets. She was like these 80s, like, oh, I'm going to show my shoulder. No one's interested in your shoulder. No need to wear a paper bag with with tassels all over it. I probably haven't seen... Can I seen, at least see the hot chick? This, I, that's what this movie's about. I haven't seen Weird Science in probably, I'd say, 8 to 10 years since the last time I saw it. But I can already tell you there is only one nude scene in the movie. And that is a scene where... Uh, the computer goes crazy when they try to remake the second girl and the naked girl gets taken off the piano. She's sitting at a piano bench, yeah, tears off yeah. her clothes, and she goes up the chimney uh-huh. and out into a, like a lake in the front yard. It does like that cool 80s camera effect where it turns and the yes. whole room's turning and she right. falls. Yeah, yeah. That, I think, is the only qu- nudity you get to see. Quick boobies in passing. I'll tell I you. I really watched the whole movie Weird Science for quick boobies. I thought, this is going to be an awful movie, but with a good pair of boobies. Robert Downey Jr., Anthony awesome. Michael Hall. Kelly LeBrock, Bill Paxton. There's yeah. a lot of people. And by the way, movie. Scott Schultman told me, well, he didn't tell me, but he used to always say, you're nasty, Wyatt, from that movie, right? Mm-hmm. That move, that part comes in the last 30 seconds of the movie, really relative to nothing. So every time I would say that quote, stealing it from him as pretending like I'd seen the movie, I you thought feel I ripped off now. I was, yeah. I th- it was just a throwaway. I, I thought I was referring to boobies or something, <laughs> at least like homo, uh, homophobic. Instead, I was referring to him dressed up like a You ghoul. didn't think it was possible to make your grandparents catatonic or your Dude, brother into uh, a, a huge more piece of movie, shit? Th- I know these are dated, so I know I have to take it with a grain of salt. But it just – it was snowballing. It's just getting <laughs> worse. And by the time – by the time I was watching, like how much time was left on the DVD, and I was like, "Oh, this is brutal." And and I, we don't have to break down the movie anymore. But 
I did laugh when they went to the blues club and he did his like black guy impression. <laughs> I knew I you know what? I wish you would <laughs> have you know, from now on I want to do that too. If you say, Hey, there was one part I liked or one part I didn't like, I want to guess it because I, I would we'll call it redeeming that. factor. Yeah. It'll be the redeeming he factor. Didn't even nuts. Yeah, he's like, You know what this bitch told me? But but here's the thing. The most important part of a joke is what? I give a pregnant pause. Timing. It's timing. They did that and I was like, Oh, it's funny. He's acting like an old salty black dude. Fifteen minutes later, he's still doing. Right, he's yeah, yelling at Bill Paxton. Like, damn, motherfucker, look at that haircut on that motherfucker. And I was like, "You've been doing this for," fi-. and it's so high pitched, like it's like a teenager trying to do an right. old black dude. So it goes two octaves up what the old black dude's octave already is. Right. I was just like, Chet. I had to turn the volume down. I was like, I can't handle his voice anymore. It's just so. Chet bad. is the quintessential older brother. In fact, I believe that I patterned my <laughs> I older brothering on Chet. Ask my brother; he'll probably tell you Biff Tannen from Back to the Future. Oh. Chet, uh, probably a little bit of Johnny from The Karate Kid. I can't believe every you're... bad guy in the '80s movies is where I sort of and John Bender from Breakfast Club. So there, there's a lot of these. Uh, I can't believe your brother is amicable as he is. <laughs> He's not really. I, he was. He, he was. was he was me. watching a performance at the time. You didn't. Yeah. Get, you didn't get to spend I was a lot expecting of time. more thunder and lightning. I guess he was like the same the time and the right. place for it, which is probably wise on his part. He's pretty quiet, and with me, you, and both of your brothers, he was just like, "I'm not even. A, I'm not even a vibe for time." Well, how are you going to get? I mean, right. it was impossible. If and the other guy laughing. If you wanted room. to talk shit, when would you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but anyways, Weird Science. Uh, my 2014 review of Weird Science. Is uh, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it when you were a kid, but it's such a piece of shit. Disagree wholeheartedly. And you know what? I want what I I'd like you guys to hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on Facebook, and let us know about what you thought of Ben's review. And, and we're I I want to sort of you guys are sort of getting an idea of of who Ben is. So I I, I want I want to track this <laughs> at Hey My Classics too. It's, yeah, it's hashtag to at them. at Hey My Classics. And you can even use a hashtag on Facebook or whatever. Even just if you hate hashtags like me, it just makes it easier because I'm sorting through emails and messages and Twitter. It's If I can line them up. It's Let just... us know if you agreed or disagreed uh, with Ben's feelings. And then, like I said, if you want to add something, please, if you have something to add about Ben's review of Weird Science, <laughs> call us uh, 219-237-9040 and leave a message. We'll play it next week. I'll put my raincoat on now from all the spitting that people will <laughs> be doing at me. I'm so, I even Googled the it's Kelly LeBrock, right? Yes. I even Googled her afterwards because I'm like, like there's got to be something. She married Steven Seagal. No. Yeah. Did she really? Mm-hmm. Oh, she was the only part I liked about that movie. No, I don't even like that. But you know what? I did. I, I was. I was like, man, this is Angelina Jolie, like ten years prior. She's like a hotter Angelina Jolie, really. What? Sure. She's she hot. You think she's hotter than Angelina Jolie? Angelina Jolie had a very small window. She was hot, like. But it was I a small agree. Window. I don't think she's all that hot. But I think Kelly LeBrock to me. I don't know. I don't know, Somewhere. man. She's pretty, pretty badass. All right. Anyway. So that's my 80s movie review. All right. But other than that, dude, I had a salty week, man. I was just, I don't know. I was, I try to be a positive person. You do? I, I try sometimes. Even when I'm in a shitty mood, when I when I get a, they say the best way to cheer yourself up is to cheer someone else up. Right? I've never so, heard that. Yeah, yeah. I, think, hmm, some I thought it was find it. some other like-minded people and shit on somebody. I think Mark Twain said one of those two things. <laughs> uh but yeah, I don't know. I've had one of those salty works. Right, I've just been, I've I've tried to be positive, but but everything's just pissed me off, man. Everything's, and I just instead of instead of being uplifting, instead of Jason Fallman has Positivity Thursdays. I feel like I just drove right through Cut them. Cut that shit and went out. To like fuck it Friday, <laughs> <laughs> what, starting with Speedway. What the gas station? Speedway. That's, if you if you're not from the northwest Indiana Chicago land region, uh, is a chain of gas stations, and. Uh, 
what it's what it's gone to, what it's mutated to, is a place where you can go in and get gas and cigarettes to a place where you can go and get anything you anything and everything that you don't need. It's it's too it's it's just it's just too goddamn much. You know, like the impulse buys at the register. The whole yes. store is impulse buys. You know, like I don't know if this was if you were like this, but when I was a kid, there was. The normal gas stations, this, I apologize, this makes me sound wildly racist. There was the normal gas stations, and then there was the ones that were like the bodegas, where it was like, shit wasn't on racks. Shit wasn't properly, dis- you know, like when you buy stuff from a, a a wholesaler, they probably have recommendations as to how to display our product. Right. You know, like they do with beer, like the ones that, that pay more. Yeah, they come in like end cap, yeah. you know, yeah. displays when, or whatever. When, you, when I was a kid going to the shitty gas station, like the Hudson in Hessville, of Hammond, uh, it was like that was a shitty gas station. You know that going in because there's like pornos just kind of on the side. Uh, there's like chiclets just on the ground. There's um, there's like the gum is like how it came off the truck, and like they don't bother to price it. Right. They just sort of take a marker and write thirty five cents. You know what I mean? Right. Or something like that. They did not care about how it looked. It was just about how can I my bottom right. line just I don't hey, I don't give a shit if you like it or not buy the chico stick and get the fuck out of here right. it was like that um, well that was I sort of looked down upon that like these people don't care these people are just in it you know they're not a <laughs> respectable gas station I guess you could say <laughs> Speedway has pole vaulted all my worst thoughts about Hudson and all, all, all these little bodegas dude you go in there at 7 in the morning they're offering you pizza that's already been cooked they're offering you like 20 different kinds of coffee. They got milk, donuts, bread, uh, uh, all these stupid ass like fountain drink. There's so much stuff. Uh, every magazine in the world, Krispy Kreme. It's like got- the Spencers of gas stations. Dude, it's like going, yes, yes. I'm surprised they don't have shitty like posters. <laughs> An eight magic eight ball. Dude, they're five bo- bottom line dollars away from having like a poster rack that's like, all the different ways you can say shit. Like, have a shitty day. Have a rainy shitty day. Have a super shitty day. You know what I mean? Like, where like, like a poop with a raincoat on Yeah, like where the poop has a raincoat or it's like, uh, eat shit and the poop's got food in its mouth. It's that close. Like, next time I walk in, I promise you, and this is a fact, not hyperbole, next time you walk into a speedway, there will be a black light and there will be crushed velvet posters underneath <laughs> it. They're, they're selling everything and anything. So what happens is me, I... Uh, I think I just talked shit about milk, but at seven thirty in the morning, I needed to go in and just um, get some milk and I think like gas or something. Well, there's a line of twelve people, and each person gets asked, "Oh, do you have a speedway card?" No, I don't. Do you want a speedway card? Oh, okay, how many points is this? Well, how can I? Nobody gives a shit about your speedway points. Nobody gives a shit about your fountain drink. It's seven thirty in the morning. Stop drinking soda. Nobody gives a shit about your carton of cigarettes. I know Illinois is two miles away, so we came across the border. I can't handle it, dude. It's too much. And then the kicker is I'm about to get my shit and there's a group of, I took a picture of them. I don't think I tweeted it yet. I wanted to wait for the show to come out. A landscaping crews. Okay. Landscaping mm-hmm. crews. Um, I don't know if you ever, you've, you've worked as a painter, mm-hmm. but I don't know if you've ever worked as like construction or, or landscaping crews. It's a group of like eight dudes. And what they do is they start work at seven in the morning and they know they're going to work till seven. So what do they do? They go to a place like Speedway and they buy $100 worth of shit. They buy like 12 Gatorades, three packs of smokes. Uh, uh, they buy some pizza at 730 in the morning. I hope it's cooked to your liking. Uh, they get bags full of shit, don't, stuff for the whole day. I don't, I'm in, dude, I need gas. 
I don't get. I don't have time for you to fucking. They need shop. like a self checkout for Speedway for no the, the two items or less. No land, and I'm not even going. Why don't you just use the credit uh, pump? Hit the pump. Oh, because I need milk. shit inside. Yeah, because I need stuff inside, and because it's my right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I I should I should be allowed to go in. Without well, I worked I worked at a not a, not a Speedway, but a uh, um a beat an Amico, and nothing makes me more irritated. In fact, at the very end of my tenure there, we got a lottery machine. Oh, it was miserable. Miserable because oh lotto don't even start. That's yeah scratch off. Nothing's worse than when somebody buys a scratch off and then does the scratch off, but doesn't move on the line. Thinks that they could still stand there and do their scratch off right there. I promise I'll stand. Well, as that's the cashier's job is to move them. Like you bought your, you know, and that you should actually hand it to them over in the the most important job. Yeah, the most important job because that cigarettes is always another one too. You know, because people will go up there and they're like, I need. it's almost you. You have to figure like, like you ever see someone go in there like I'll I need um two packs of Marlboro, give me two packs of Winston Softbox or, or Soft Pack, and then uh, GPCs uh, the Menthol. Give me three packs of those. Newport, like, who, Newport, who are you buying New, these for? Newport Shorts. Yeah, who are you buying? These yeah, it's like for? eight different brands. <laughs> it's the and stupidest thing ever. We both worked at gas stations within three miles of the border. Right. So what happens is all these Illinois assholes go. Oh, cigarettes are I don't know what two bucks. Yeah, I don't something. know now, yeah. Now they're all ridiculous. But it used to be like, I'll save a few bucks if I come. So they come to Illinois and they buy some for Indiana. Every, they come, come sorry, from they come Illinois. From Illinois, yes. To Indiana. Uh, and they buy, like you said, that's a very good point. Because they'll buy like, no, no one smokes more than one brand. Right. You smoke whatever the fuck you smoke. So that's happening. Driving me crazy. Cigarettes. Um, so I wanted to start a new thing with you. And there's no better time than now. This is a society. We have certain rules in place, and I'm not going to say that they've all already been in place. Maybe we just lost, this got, you know, like the children in the public education system, they just got lost in the cracks. I'm here to pick those things up that got lost in the cracks, and we need to make some social amendments. We need to make some changes to things. We don't have to put it on paper. I'm just going to put it out there. It reminds me almost of, you remember the uh, the scene, uh, the Seinfeld episode with the soup Nazi where uh, George was explaining how to uh, order soup. And he's like, you go in, <laughs> bam, you get this, boom, you move yeah. out the door. Yes, next, boom. That's exactly, you know, that's how things need to run. But I want that sort everywhere. More, yeah, I know. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, so your first amendment. No, my first, I'm going to go more specific because I know that as a society, we're dumb. I know we're stupid. And I know it's going to take baby steps. And if I go, hey, walk into the gas station, get your shit and get out, that'll never work. That'll never work. I, I have a little bit of foresight coming in. So my first thing is this. If you are a landscaping crew consisting of three or more people, you got to get the fuck out. You can't buy anything at Speedway. You cannot buy anything. And, 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 and I'll even put a uh, column B, column B, in case in case you're not sure if I'm talking about you or to you. If you need a plastic bag to Wait carry up, out please. whatever you bought in the gas station, get the fuck out. <laughs> fuck out. If you need a bag to carry what you bought at a gas station... So you're that, saying every means, cash every cash register needs to be one item or less. I, no bags. If you can carry it in your hands, I'm gonna give you a dirty look and it make it ugly outside and know that it's not okay. Like in your, sh- they're holding their shirt with but, all the stuff. Yeah. In there. <laughs> but they got their, uh, and I'm sure it's one of those. It's like, like Aldi. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's. Well, yeah, you got to pay for your uh, cart and your bag. <laughs> what are those stupid shirts that uh, they used to wear? Like those Johnson shirts. 
like Big Johnson shirts, like, <laughs> oh, get wet ba- while you bad work. Boys it would always be like awful euphemisms for fucking. Right. <laughs> I'm sure that most of these landscaper crews are wearing those and dumping them in the, the belly of the shirt. But They probably got them at the village. It was your look, old shirt. And, and I know we need baby steps, so I'm going to say, okay, if you're doing that, it's not okay, and I'll find you. But um, for now, if you need a bag to buy whatever you got at the gas station, that means you're a loser. It's not okay what you're doing. You need to look yourself in the mirror, turn this shit around. But if you're a landscaping slash construction crew of three or more people, you got to go to a grocery store because you're not buying gas. You're buying groceries. Get the fuck and out. And it's definitely more cost effective, obviously, to not buy from a convenient from a gas station. It'd be a lot a less. It'd be a lot less stabbings. <laughs> well, I like that, it. That's my first. So, I, that's my first social amendment. I think you you need to come up with a theme song and or uh, like a bumper leading into the. Bit. I got to do some work for you. You got to you would do all the heavy lifting. All I do is come in and complain. It's not right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll do. All right. I'm, I'm sorry. I spent 20 minutes talking about gas stations. <laughs> oh, I hate them so bad, dude. I. I was I was livid. Like I almost just got in a car wreck leaving Speedway. I was like, I hate this so much. I'm just gonna you just drive it. through the front of the building. I'm just they're all sitting there by their powered mowers and drinking Gatorades and stuff. I'm like, you didn't even start working yet. What the fuck are you doing? Stay hydrated, my friend. God damn it. Hey my man. Hey my man. Hey my man. Hey my man. What do you want to talk? I got I got caught watching porn. I got a raccoon. What? I got a raccoon in my attic. Wait, no, no, go back. I hate. I'm a, I'm a self hating craft beer drinker. I heard all that, but go back to the first <laughs> thing you just said. Caught watching porn by your kids? No. By your mom? No. By who? The wife. She caught and, you watching porn. Well, and when I say getting caught, I don't mean like, like oh, she walked in and I didn't have my back turned to the door the proper angle <laughs> and the volume wasn't right and I had one left headphone in and it was tucked underneath the pillow. I, you got to cover your loaf. I just gave away all my tricks. <laughs> no, uh, that didn't happen. What happened was... You definitely dude, have to cover your loaf. That that's well, that, Get that out of the way right now. I mean, with or without porno, you have to cover your loaf. I've only brought up porno a few times on the show. The other time was when I thought that... Uh, I thought... I, I, I look at porno so much on my phone that... Remember <laughs> that story? When I what thought, were you doing before when you had that, that pay-as-you-go? So this is a new thing. No, it's still unlimited. No, a shitty phone still has unlimited data. Okay. It may take longer to get said video, but but Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi is great for everybody. You know what I mean? But the point is this. I, dude, I don't know. I, I've been working midnight, so I don't know how you feel, but when, when I get off of work, it's been a long day, and I probably had the kids before I went to work. It's been probably a good 18-hour day or something. I'm, I'm, I'm tuckered. I get home. I'd like a couple minutes. I don't want to do that. A couple minutes to myself, okay? That's the point. I don't need to explain myself to you. No, you don't. I need a couple minutes to myself. You would think you would get that, you know, when you go to the bathroom to, to, to pee, to poop, whatever you have to do. You'd think you'd get that. Well, I go in the shower. In the bathroom, I take a shower before I go to bed, right? Because I work midnights. Well, I thought the phone would be mine. I, I made the, I made the uh, uh, brash thought of thinking that whatever I looked at on my phone... After working a midnight shift would be my business. <laughs> that was a brash thought, and I and I overstepped uh, my personal bounds, I guess. And I don't care. My wife doesn't listen to the show, so I don't care. <laughs> but uh, 
So here's the thing. I may have watched a, a video that wasn't suitable for everybody. You know what I mean? No big deal. That's that's my business. Right. It's my goddamn business. But listen, I, I left the phone on the sink. Like you know, I, I don't have a. It doesn't matter. I left it on the sink or right. the counter. Um. So I'm just and I'm just showering, right? And my wife comes in and goes, "Hey, where's your phone? I need it." Why? Well, that's my first question. <laughs> where's your phone? Yeah. How about? How about ten minutes of leave me alone? Right. How about, how about right. So, so what's your phone? I need it. Well, I know that if you open this phone, whatever's going to be on it will probably be whatever was on it prior. Right. Yeah, well, of course. Okay, look, Were you thinking about that? And, yeah, and and the the the, the man. I have my right. Whatever. What it'll be, will be. That's it exactly. And the, the probably why I didn't cover my tracks. Probably or like your a, loaf. Or <laughs> but uh, we got one over. Uh, but um, yeah, it's probably like a. Uh, you know how I know on Loveline they used to always say like, look, if a guy's doing what you're saying he's doing, and uh, if if you're seeing these signs, he's he wants to get caught. That's his way of saying I want to get caught. I'm unhappy in this relationship. Maybe, and I'm not unhappy in my relationship, but maybe I had a little bit of that going with like, I don't need to clear my phone. Like you know, you open up the windows and you. Right, you, you flick them out, you know, you x them out, whatever you do. Uh, I didn't do that. Maybe that was my small stand I was taking. I can leave this <laughs> on my phone if I want. Well, the stand got me knocked down because. So she says, "Where's your phone? I need it." I'm like, why the hell do you need my phone? Well, in our house, uh, the kids have all been addicted to the iPhones at the age of one, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I want to play my kid game. I want to look at videos. She was letting my daughter look at her phone, so she wanted mine to do Pinterest. So I say, okay. And I try I tried to be slick for a minute. I try to like, okay, let me, uh, I reach through the shower and I grabbed it here, try to, you know, clear it. Um, she, she said she's going to go on Pinterest. So I think she'll go right to the app. No big deal. Well, that's, that lands on her. She lied to me. She didn't just want Pinterest. She wanted to look at some stuff online. Well, when she goes online, of course, it just, whatever you're <laughs> looking at pops up. So I, I had to do this whole big I tried to lie at first and be like, oh, no, this from earlier. You ever try to do the, like the back out lie where you had zero preparation, like nothing. Like I had no, like, there wasn't any sort of like, ah, oh, what do you, uh, my friend was, uh, uh, some guy recommended, that's just, I don't know, what do you want from me? It's just, well, you, you, but you, you the, got blinders on, man. <laughs> you, 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 you got blinders on, man. You got blinders. Hmm. Well, uh, the part I didn't count on is that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's fucked up, dude. <laughs> Women are allowed to get mad or or make fun of you or be upset or get their feelings hurt. Any of the above. They, depending on their mood, they pick whatever box right. they think. But here, here's what I'm... Okay, I made a social amendment. Let me say this. If we, have, we probably have two female listeners. Let me say this. <laughs> Both of you listen to me. Please, listen <laughs> to me. If, listen to me. If you're going to catch porno on your on your husband's phone... If you're going to get your feelings hurt, if you're going to be mad, know this. Know one thing. One, if you don't, or know two things. If, if, you, <laughs> if you go online and, and, and you don't watch adult movies, I call them films, adult films yourself, um, then you don't know shit about what comes up on your phone, okay? If that's not a fucking metaphor for life. <laughs> you don't know nothing that comes up on your phone. Because when you click said video, let me fill all you in, both of you. When you click on it, Eight other things pop up. They all come up. Now you can clear them easily. iPhones are easier. They don't. You don't get viruses. You can you can get rid of them. But they pop up. So don't. When one of them looks like it makes sense, and the others are like, "Hey, uh, four-legged women 
with uh, that live in your zip code specifically <laughs> down the block, and there's a little what do you call them gifs? Gif. Yeah. There's a, there's a gif, gif, gif of her gif of her boobies bopping around. Please understand that that's fake. <laughs> that is fucking phony because nobody, it, no one lives in your area. I no know one. That. I no one lives in my area. No. Well, it, pops, it pop up like a picture of a, like you said, a chick, and like a, oh, a dime, like her a her dime piece too, and you'll be like, I've checked pretty much. I know who lives in my area, and I would already know this. <laughs> this chick does not live in my I area. Every woman within a five mile radius, especially one that looked like this, because mm-hmm. I would have heard from the mailman or the garbage man. I mean, you did give the guy a tip. The least he could do is point you out to this chick. Yeah, after fifteen bucks, you can tell me who who doesn't. Who's garbage? I was looking through. Who doesn't shut the drapes from the shower? Something like that, but. So don't get it into your head, oh. hypothetical woman that listens, that if this pops up, I promise you there are no three-titted women that are 5'7", 122 pounds, uh, that want to meet me looking and for married men in your anyone. area. <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, looking to bang right now? You, you live uh, uh, 20 minutes from Chicago? Cool, because I'm 18 minutes away. I'll come over right this second. Just click here. Come on! If I got to take the shame and the embarrassment of being busted, then you got to step up and go, that's bullshit. He wasn't looking at that one. Because I had to explain <laughs> oh, what... I had to explain what... Like the fake ads? Oh, it's just like, what's... I don't... So you got a mail order bride then? Dude. So you got a mail order bride then? Oh, you want a Russian chick now? You want a Russian chick all of a sudden? Oh, okay. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, two titties aren't enough for you. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, pig. You oh, fucking pig. So Lord. I have to, I have to explain to her that I don't know what adult sex finder is, and that I have no idea who that woman is. And I promise you that no women that don't know me are sending looped videos Cut of their movies. I promise you. So at the end of the day, it's like the <laughs> thing, the thing, the thing that I was trying to not get busted on. I'm clinging to that, like, <laughs> like, like Leonardo DiCaprio on that dresser when the Titanic <laughs> fell. I'm like, I promise you, it's just porno. It was just a filthy movie. I swear to God, all did she even lo- look at the actual movie? You were- all I was watching was five dudes attack a, a, a pit bull. I promise, that's it. Oh man, dude, it was bad. I, I, you had to explain away the fake ads, not the, not the actual dirty at the, movie. Yeah, at the end of the day, I'm I'm like. Listen, I don't know what it do- Oh, adult sex finder. What's your login? You have a password? For- Nobody. I don't even know how that works. You don't need a login. Yeah. And the more I start explaining, the more it sounds like I know what I'm talking right. about. And I'm like, that's the first time I ever saw that video. I have no idea what a pop-up is. Oh, dude. Oh, my. So, and, and, and to put a bow on this, listen. Part two or B, both you women listeners, if and I won't shame you. And I know there's only so much time of the day. But if if, 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 a, if a man has to use his expensive iPhone to watch these sort of things, um, the least you could do is not be like, talk shit about it. Like, you got to resort to that, and then I'm going to talk. You know what I mean? It's like if you come home and your wife didn't cook. She didn't make shit. Oh, okay? no, that would no way. I know no. it wouldn't happen to you, and, it sh- <laughs> and damn well wouldn't happen to me. But if you come home and there's no food, say you work a nine-to-five job. Did she get in a car accident? God willing, after all this. Did, are, are the kids okay? Yeah. Well, then what else? What What was her reasoning? There's, there is none. Oh, okay. Not in my book. Well, I, I, not in my so book. That's it. Hey, I'm still here. I ran I? down the list. I'm not in jail, am I? Yep. <laughs> so, but my thing, it's like if you come home and there's no dinner cooked. And so you go, well, fuck it. I'll just throw a Red Baron's pizza in the oven. And they come and go, oh, you're going to eat that? Fatty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you just gonna eat like shit then? You're gonna oh, I guess I guess you're gonna have a bowl of Lucky Charms for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. That's what it's equivalent of. It's like, well, you know what? 
then have dinner ready when right. I come home. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. Well, you know what? If you don't want me to eat like shit, aka, right at seven thirty in the morning, then maybe just make dinner. Right. Okay. And, and either way is fine. I'll eat shitty food, but just don't act like it was my idea. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> at hey my Ben, you can unfollow me now. Thank you. <laughs> it's probably what's going to happen. Oh, and you had a raccoon in your attic. Hey, that, that, <laughs> that being said, I'm sorry, baby. I love all of you. I'll be a good husband. Okay, bae. <laughs> bae. <sighs> you had a raccoon. So, this fucking dude. I'm so, I'm so fucking salty this week. Thank God I can flip it and sort of laugh about it. Bay. You don't like bae, that? though. Some of my favorite people that I know in real life use, yeah, use though. They go this though, and I just go. I hope you're doing ironic. It's this, isn't it? I just. I, I hope it's ironic, and I hope that you don't put. It's more. Just know that it hurts my feelings. Just know that I don't care for it. <laughs> I had. I dude. Yeah, I had a raccoon in my attic. I just. I I I don't want to Shanghai the show. No, that's and right. that's what I'm the like. I got fucking Dave wrapped up in rope, and I'm like, you're gonna listen to this shit, dude. <laughs> I need to uh, smile. What else? And well, I really need to concentrate on the Michael Rappaport soundboard. Red Dawn sucks too. What else can I help you with? What else can I help you with? My my raccoon. You had a raccoon in your uh I did. I had a raccoon. <laughs> I I have the house that we used to live in, um, we couldn't sell it in, in the time that we wanted to buy our new house, so we rented it out. So I have a rental property. No, I don't have any fucking money. I'm not don't be like, Oh, he's got several houses. I don't make any money. I rent a house out. Um at hey my bullshit. <laughs> and hey you're full of crap yeah and hey uh enjoy your hey life. my slumlord <laughs> oh how do you for that craft brew you red and white bastard uh but my my renters they they dropped off the money and they're like oh uh you know and i i asked you know try to keep up with how's it going how's everything looking how's the house and he's like oh we hear crawling around in the attic it's like just just so you know like there may be some holes. We got a ladder up, and I see some little things in the roof, and we heard some scratching around. And I'm like, "Oh shit!" Because I did the roof on the garage, but not the house. Um, so I said, "All right, I'll go, I'll, I'll go check it out." And uh, sh- and I brought a trap with me in case it was. And here's the you thing. already had an idea. It was a raccoon. Oh, I didn't know squirrel. I, it was a varmint, right. a rodent of some sort, you know. Um, so my father-in-law again, no matter what it is. Hey, I got a I got a raccoon in my attic. Probably, don't move. Let me go get a raccoon <laughs> trap. Correction: Dude. You did have a raccoon. In, <laughs> you used to. In thirty years, he's if, wearing it as a hat. <laughs> if, but yeah, in thirty years, if I'm a quarter as prepared as this dude, sweatpants aside, was there a fiasco? Did you fall through the roof? Did you? Uh, no, no, no. There's just no. I've 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 done enough roofs in my day to know how to walk around and it's not it's not a slum place it's just the roof is a little rough there's a few holes uh you know after time shitty weather we have these crappy winters and and things just find their way in there well i get a a a, a trap and i go up into the the attic and i had previously blown insulation so you can't really walk around you can't see where the the joisting is or maybe call them rafters but uh so i kind of just poke my head up there and i'm looking around and now i'm very happy because i'm like okay whatever was in there maybe a bird you know what i mean it was a bird got and then left the way it came i don't see anything so i'm like oh. it's randy quaid <laughs> finally <laughs> finally we found him we found him and we found him and the one script that nick cage wouldn't take <laughs> yeah. there's one script in the corner that's like called like you know beelzebub's kitchen and he would not do it so I don't, oh shit i said too much um but i was happy because i didn't see like any i don't know animal 
droppings or anything like that. Yeah, feces. Uh, so I tell my father-in-law, like, hey, I think, you know, we might be in good shape here. We'll patch these holes up and we'll call it call it good. Right as I'm about to leave, I got this flashlight and I see a little pair of shiny eyes looking back at me. Fuck, it's a raccoon for sure. He's right? got his back turned. He's looking at internet porn. <laughs> He's like, wait, wait, listen, listen. I don't know what Sex Finder is. No idea. <laughs> Oh. This is uh, a skank raccoons. Uh, I don't know. He's like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we find a raccoon. Uh, it's bad news. It's not a. It's not a a a, a big one. But I, after the week I've had, the last thing I want is a raccoon. Well, would she be a trap? Be in my house because I'd go up there. And just start I'd, shooting. I'd put one between his little beady eyes. I like animals. I do, but just not. You can't have raccoons. Just can't have it. So I. Yeah, I probably. You know. I'd probably send it to uh, Raccoon you, Heaven. What'd you put in the trap? Well, here's the thing. I have a a, a rental. Uh, the, the people that rent my property, um, she's an animal, a girl in like early 20s, animal lover, like in, on a front street about it. Like, I'll go up there and get it. I'll find it. I'll find it at home and I'll feed it and I'll clothe it and I'll get a bottle. Uh, she's very adamant about like, I don't want to hurt this thing. Let's get it out. I'd be like, well, you're paying extra rent if it's living here. <laughs> right, it's not on the lease. It's <laughs> re- not- we just sit down with the wife on this one. Yeah, yeah. Are you claiming it on your taxes? <laughs> so, um, yeah. Part of me was like, just go there when they're not there. Put one, <laughs> put one in this raccoon, drag it out, and say, you know, it's the craziest thing. We found some uh, low-income housing, government-funded housing for this raccoon. He's doing great. <laughs> He's got cable. I don't even have cable. Uh, I was gonna make up a great story about how like we found it a raccoon on a, a raccoon finder. <laughs> wow! And it's very happy, uh, but I could I couldn't do that because I was afraid they would hear. I do a, a twenty two that would do the job perfect, but it would, even it would make a little noise. So uh, I I made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because that's what raccoons like. I was told who doesn't right? No, Everyone, you're right about that. Any animal. I can what make. if it What if it had a peanut allergy? She's really gonna be pissed. <laughs> This is a cruel now this, death. Now this raccoon's up there. Needs and it's an like, EpiPen. I'm looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First person to ever give an EpiPen to a raccoon. Like, listen, you, your skin looks like shit. You can't be breaking out. Not I'm sure attic. some scientist somewhere gave an EpiPen to a raccoon before. I'd be willing to bet on that one. Yeah. Many of them. If only. You know those guys that test on animals? I bet you they just get, like, they got to be a little bit a little bit sick. I'm sure some some of those people take advantage and are like, yeah. you know, I always thought when they do the makeup with the, for the animals, do they, what do they make them up like? You know, they're crimping their eye. They put the eyeliner and stuff like that. I always thought they shove, like, burgundy shaded lipstick into it like a monkey's eye. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd don't like to see how, I don't know. Yeah. they're like, oh, it doesn't hurt your eye. We test it by shoving it into that monkey's <laughs> right. eye. Right. Which yeah. is, who the fuck does that? That's a... Very that, valid question. I, that's an interesting person to interview as the person that they probably like would they probably like, you know, that, the, that, that, that show gangland, they'd <clears> yeah. probably have the thing where it'd be like, we're sharp, we're sharp, we're sharp. <laughs> like this guy, he's no longer part of the uh, testing process. He's an ex tester. And he's like, yeah, you, we were some of the toughest texters out there. You know, we did some really unconventional things. I think a certain kind of person. Not everyone has the stomach to, uh, <laughs> not everyone has a stomach These to guys sh- were loco. I mean, no bullshit. They wouldn't even mess around at all. They, they jammed uh, uh, lipstick and monkey's eyes. You're taking, uh, you're taking pink foundation and putting it right <laughs> in their ass. That's not the kind of thing, not the kind of thing a normal person can do. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad, yeah. Yeah, I don't know who these people, I don't They're, think I've ever been... There were nights when I wanted to quit. I wanted to quit. I just thought eyeshadow shouldn't go in any hole. 
<laughs> but uh, you know, a couple of uh, a couple of things that I was uh, there's a there's a PBK you being there. salty. I I, I I tell me if this would irritate you or if this if this is just part of me and a couple of uh, you have your amendments. I don't know if they, where these fit in, but my wife will go to the groceries. She'll leave you know the kids. Well, my son goes to school and she'll leave me with my three year old daughter and she'll say, "Hey, I'm going to run to the store. Is there, you know, what do you want for dinner?" And you mean she'll, she'll, be out there. she'll leave your daughter with like frozen while you're mocking, well, I'm, on the, I'm, I'm editing. I'm, I'm making Michael Rappaport sound. <laughs> God bless you for it. So she will come like at noon or whatever. She'll call and she'll be like, hey, I'm on my way home. I just shopped at Meyer. I shopped at Aldi. I, you know, I got all this food. What do you want for lunch? And I'm like, what are you talking about? You're, you just shopped at, <laughs> you just bought all this food. Now you're going to bring lunch home too. And it's always, well, what do you think about uh, Chipotle, and I'm like, no, you you have bread and meat. Grocery what the bill. hell did you just go to the grocery store? Grocery for? bill is two hundred. You want me to pick up a pizza? Yeah. Hey, did 30? you want me to run through McDonald's real quick? Because I know we. It's like oh. it never fails, and I get so frustrated about it. And, and it's funny because I've I'll say that. I'll say no, I don't want. Any, I'll text her back like no, I don't want anything. But then it's like, and you then know, she'll get pissed because time. she doesn't want to eat. She'll feel guilty about eating fast food if I don't. So then she gets really, like, honestly mad at me. Like, really? So you're not going to have anything? No, I'm not going to have anything. I'll, I'll just make a quick sandwich with whatever you bring home. Shaming oh, it's World no War Three. But it's not, But my whole thing is, is, like you just went, like you said, you just went out there and spent 250 bucks on lunch meat, fruit, all this stuff, and now you're going to also bring home prepared food on top of it? It just seems a little crazy. It does. I guess a lot of it depends on the time of day. Like, if you're doing late shopping, like, say you're picking that stuff up at this 5 This is always, six. you know coming home before noon because I work at two. Oh, so. that's, no, just, no, that can't go. That's, yeah, it was like, well, why no. don't you grab something at the Meyer Deli, like, a, you give me a rotisserie chicken, that's we, fine. We've done that before, but it's more like, I'll come home, but by the time I'm done shopping, it'll be six. If we make dinner, that she won't be ready, but, you know, until eight o'clock. Then, I don't like doing it, but okay, I get it. Well, and it still, it still stings. It still my, stings. My wife's on this crazy diet, too, where it's basically a high protein, low one? carb. No, it's been she's Same been doing one? it for a couple months. Okay, and so every day I come home, I'm suspect because she'll call and she'll be like, "Hey, uh, I know I didn't get to talk to you, but for dinner tonight we're having steak and mashed potatoes." And I'm like, "Dinner can't come fast oh, enough." Best conversation. And I was like, ever. "Hey, we're supposed to, I was supposed to come home and eat at six, but can we make it five thirty? Because that just sounds delicious." I come home. Boom, throws a 16-ounce steak on my plate, mashed potatoes, and I go, oh, this looks so delicious. As I go as I go to put my, my spoon in the mashed potatoes, my son's like, yeah, you know that's cauliflower, right? And I go, you got to be kidding. You son of a bitch. It really ruins everything for me. My she may, Was it good, though? I've seen that. Like, I wanted to, to do that. The thing is, for me, I can't stand cauliflower, the, the texture of it. You know, people, you some people are like it coming in the door, though. Yeah. And now I've gotten a tune. I've never had cauliflower. Never, we never used it before. You didn't so. eat chili till you were. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm like with food how you were with movies. <laughs> so, she, she, she That's makes spaghetti true. out of instead of spaghetti noodles, she makes it out of squash or um, oh, uh, what are the zucchini? She makes zucchini noodles, spaghetti. Out of, so I'll come home. She'll be like, "That's a lot." Hey, of tonight effort. I'm making some spaghetti meat sauce uh you know i can, really can't have any bread but we're gonna get we're gonna get crazy with i know you love spaghetti you love sausage <laughs> and i'll come home and i'll be like i can't wait to dig in turkey sausage uh and i'm like i'm not on this diet this it's not, not i'm not on this diet this is not spaghetti and she goes 
It's zucchini spaghetti. You love it. We had it last week. And I go, again, listen, I'm 38. I know what I love. Don't love zucchini. Just try it. Well, and then so we get like a stern face. Love something you but don't love. the best is my kid, my son will always go, like, he'll sit there and smile. I should be like, hey, tonight we're going to have, uh, we're going to have some fried rice and some chicken. And I come home and I go, oh. I start eating the fried rice. I go, man, this is pretty good stir fry. And he'll look at me and he'll just do that. He'll shake his head like, yep. And I'll look at her and she'll, and she'll have the smile on her face like, yeah, it's cauliflower too. But if you're enjoying it, then I don't they, care. Then they it ruins win. it for me. No, I don't like being tricked. I'm not. Oh. A tr- it's like you know when parents smash the up their vegetables. Like, oh, this is good spaghetti, honey. <laughs> but here's what I do now. That makes her right. Let me dude. tell you. Now you understand my the way oh, I think. So what I do now right. is I come in and I shit on everything as soon as I start eating it. I go, yeah, there's something about that because I can't be wrong and I can't be tricked. Well, so I go. It's okay, but just something doesn't taste like it's on. Are you sure this? You said dry aged. Yeah, you said right. this meat was dry aged. Yeah, are you yeah. sure this is meat? She's like, absolutely. Feels it's, more tenderized. It's actually coconut. I smashed it and I dyed it. It's, it's not a steak. <laughs> and and that this is the world I live in. I'm not on a diet. <laughs> I love it because it's your your mental warfare is like. I feel like you went like shit. We took a hit. We lost right. <laughs> we lost some ground. We've lost some sure. ground. We're down a few hundred. Thousand soldiers. We lost a few battles, but goddamn it, this war ain't over. We're going so, around. We're gonna go around. So you flank them. Put like the right. Napoleon hat on. Us and hold on, hold on, boys. No matter no matter what's getting cooked, I <laughs> I hate it. it. Sucks. Listen, don't tell me if it's delicious. Do not say it's delicious. You son of a bitch. If I hear this food is good, you so, I I picture you like walking around going, listen, <laughs> cauliflower. You think you know what it is? You don't. No, you, you don't know. know what cauliflower. You is. never know what you're eating in this house. And I'll tell you even even better. Before <laughs> you think we you ate zucchini, you think you ate zucchini? <laughs> when, no. When I was on a diet, I had we were both doing Weight Watchers. For like a while. Roger, last week you told me you love zucchini. That ain't gonna happen anymore. No. You know what? And again, you know how like moms always trick little kids. Like you love tuna steak. It's like, nah, I don't. Yeah, I don't love yeah, tuna steak. Yeah. yeah, you do. We had it like two weeks ago, and I remember you, specifically we were at the table, and you said. I love tuna steak, carrot and I don't know. I didn't love. Everybody gets carrot fries. <laughs> sweet potato fries. Another. That's another. So hate them. Hate They're sweet so potatoes. Disgusting. You Trust know me. what? Though, end of the day, is you got someone that's actually helping your intake, and if she's tricking you to where you like it. I, but I. God, but I. But I know you feel like you're losing. But really, everyone's winning. Dig. <laughs> My wife had fajitas the other day. We went out to eat, and she had fajitas, and I'm like, I think it is the mo- it's the rudest meal you can have, ever. It takes up the whole table. It's a huge steaming plate. You know what I mean? And you never... First of all, half the shit goes it's in the garbage. There. It's up there. Because you only, they, they give you a little bit of meat, but a hell of a lot more vegetables, and they give you so many tortillas yeah. or not enough tortillas. Yeah. It seems like all the progression we've made in the sciences and everything, fajitas still sort of in the Stone Age. Because, mm. like I said, you either have too many tortillas, not enough meat, too many vegetables, not enough meat, it does seem not like enough if, tortillas. It does seem like if you're going to use that many vegetables, you should have like 12 tortillas. It's like I got a dude. I got a pile of green peppers here. It seems to me that they're like the Kim Kardashian of food because it's just like, hey, look at me! Like they come to, you know what I mean? It's you had to be the most selfish person to order fajitas because, again, especially if you have kids, the plate's steaming hot. There's so many things that go in when you have fajitas because you've also got five or six. Excuse me. You've also get like five or six side plates. You've got the the, the oh yeah, the yeah. tortilla uh, cook keep, a little holder with yeah. the lid. You've got side vegetable plates. You've got all kind of shit going on. So uh, it does take a lot of space on the table. And now I'm making you think, man. I mean, I just feel like fajitas should be off the menu. Harder. Yeah, it, it should be off the menu. Yeah, 
I'm put. I, I'm going to start a moratorium on uh, the banning of fajitas when you're sitting at a table of more than two people. <laughs> not a bad idea. I'm trying to think now. Like all the side, like there's tomato and there's lettuce and all this shit that we'll just put on the side. I would also put that with like, um, like snow crab legs or things like that. Things that you need a separate plate or two to put whatever part of it you don't eat. Right. Okay. Now you're your ta- leavings, ribs. Yeah. You're. You're. Ta- or even. No, chicken wings. Okay, you need a plate for that. But like anything past that, it's like if you need if you need to take up real estate on the table for stuff that you're not eating to discard, or like you said, your leavings. <laughs> Funny way of saying discarded. Um, yeah, that's no good. That's Indiana for discarding. <laughs> leavings. You should know that you're, you're from put, Hammond. Put what you're leaving there. It's just so close. To <laughs> Drippings, leavings. It's so close to Chicago. Uh, last thing before we go, I wanted to ask you about. I saw that you you said that you're. You're irritated at your own beer snobbery. Mm. I've pretty much, and not we. I drank when we went to see Nick DiPaolo, but outside label, of that, I, I probably label off this Coors Light, so I just did, so I didn't have to deal with the, <laughs> with the pressure. I feel like uh, I, I ha- and I haven't made a. I don't think I'm going out of my way not to drink, but as you you know, normally I don't I don't drink at all. Yeah, I do that for you. Uh, <laughs> I see the way you act, man, and I just can't bring myself to it's be like, like I that. come here calm and I leave all crazy. <laughs> Uh, as long as you leave, that's, how, that's all that matters. <laughs> but so, what's what's the deal with your? Uh, what was that about? I bought. I made a special trip to the liquor store. I even, I even a special liquor liquor store too. Uh, yeah, I went to. I follow. There's a place like that wise guys in Crown Point. You can uh, you can find them on Twitter. There's a place called Discount Liquors. I think it's something close to that on Twitter. I'll I'll, I'll if you if you ever watch my timeline, you'll see I retweet them. Um, it's in Highland, Indiana, and uh, it's it's a great it's a great liquor store. You could almost just call it a beer store. It has so much craft beer there. They 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 really are like on the forefront of it. Like they have two great walls. Plus now they have fold up tables just for whoa. Well, plus fold up tables. Okay. Yeah, the legs. <laughs> not only not only is it a table. No computers, but they do have fold up tables. It also can be smaller than a table if it needs to fold up. Uh, but they have tables full of just pumpkin stuff. You know, I mean, it's they have so much great stuff. So I follow them on Twitter, and and have gotten caught up in so much of this hoopla, and it pisses me off because I have people that I work with, and God bless them, they're great dudes, and I love them. But when I started a few years back, it was like, ah, oh, Bud Light, Coors Light. I don't really fuck with that stuff. Well, now they're so into this craft beer thing. It's like we got to stop by Three Floyds after work. Because they're releasing a twenty-two ounce for eighteen dollars, <laughs> right. and I gotta grab one. Do you want me to get you one? And uh, it's getting so so now. What's happening is I'm seeing these people that, and this is where the self-hating hipster in me is coming out. I'm seeing these people where I was like, I was there before you, man. Like I was on the cutting edge, bro. Yes, like I like yes, craft brew before. Yes, it was cool, yes, dude. yes. And I know, I know, I'm using like I'm, I'm embellishing. You know what I mean? But there is a part. No, of me, you're not. There, there is a part of me that thinks that like, dude, I've been drinking dreadnought. Since I was sneaking into bars before I was twenty, I was knee high to a grasshopper at the at the time. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I was getting drunk way before it was even legal. Uh, but but I've been drinking this stuff for, so everyone is up their game so much, and a lot of people way more than me. And I'm not taking credit, but I will say that it's been a long time since I was trying to drink better beer than what's normally available. Um, so everyone's stepping their game up. So I'm feeling the pressure. 
Well, you I'm shouldn't feeling have went I'm nipping at my heels. You shouldn't have went around like a hipster Jehovah Witness <laughs> selling your wares and telling everyone how great this. You should have kept it a secret. Well, and but again, then, but then that, that makes the you a hipster if you're like, I don't want to tell nobody. No, it doesn't. It only makes you a hipster if you tell people you didn't want to tell anybody after the fact. When shit got out, then you go back and go, yeah, I knew about it. So just my, myself. You um, just have to ultimately keep it to yourself. Are my hipster heels digging even Plus, deeper? you can't grow a beard that... You know, you can't sustain a beard. So, how much of a hipster? I have no desire to be a hipster. It's just that there are times where, if you trace my timeline in real life, I've done some hipsterish things. My whole point was I'm getting, I'm feeling the pressure. I'm getting caught up. So, I've been buying just unique beers and weird beers. And I made it, the whole reason I started this is I made a special trip to Discount Liquors on the Boulevard in Highland. Free plug. Um, because they had some 18th Street Brewery from Chicago, free plug. Uh, they had a six-pack in cans for $14. I didn't know the price of it. But I hadn't had any 18th Street Brewery stuff yet. I've had like one or two, but I hadn't bought any to take home. So I made a special trip there. Uh, even tried to invent some reasons to get out of the house, but eventually I did. So I went and I, po- I got this six-pack. It was $14 for a six-pack. But I was like, listen. Keep getting caught looking at that shitty porn. You won't need a reason to, you won't need to make a reason up to be out of the uh, house. Plenty of time to drink cheap beer. You <laughs> right. won't have to worry about buying expensive shit because all the alimony. So, but I make a special trip and I'm thinking, okay, if you really break it down still, we're talking about two something a beer. If you go to a bar, even even a, even a cheap beer is going to right? be more than that. You know what I mean? A good beer would be at least five bucks. So I'm trying to justify it that way. But what's happening is, Dude, there's, okay, I know there's nuances. I know there's little variables here and there. There's fucking stouts. There's porters. There's IPA. Boring. Right, there's pale. <laughs> there's, there's, but there's a handful of beers you can make. After that, you're just jerking off. Okay, I understand it was aged in a whiskey barrel. I understand you used eight different mm-hmm. kinds of hops. I understand. Some bacon, some coffee. I understand you threw some coffee in there. I understand all these things. And yes, a lot of that is delicious. But a wild majority of that is just you jerking Sundance, off. Yeah, it's Sundance just you jerking off. So my point is, and I'm not hating on 18th Street Brewery because I've had some that, that are good, and I'm sh- the guy's a professional. I'm sure he makes really good beer. This shit had so much hops in it. I took it home. I bought a $14 six-pack. I took it home. I'm like, who wants it? <laughs> it's so damn hoppy. It's it's obnoxious. I, you know the same. They do the same thing with cigars. I find that too, where it's like so you get after, so extreme. at a certain point, it's like, come on. I mean. There's only you like what you like. Ultimately, right. you find the one you like, and I know you like to sample and try new stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm not so much of an adventurous guy when it comes to that kind of stuff. But I've tried it. I've had enough expensive cigars to know what I call expensive, probably the middle of the road to close, yeah. closer to higher end. Um, and I think once you get up in that area, just like with these craft beers, people just start they just start experimenting, and it's like, I it's mean, like we're all yeah. falling for it. No, yeah. But it's like if, if you're going to make an IPA, there's a certain recipe to an IPA. You can tweak it. You can add different kinds of hops. But once you go like, listen, I'm going to charge three times as much because I'm putting 10 hops. In. Well, guess what? That kind of beer doesn't need fucking Well, if you're hops. if you're a company, though, instead of making like eight different IPAs, make one awesome one and then make one awesome stout. Make one, you know what I'm saying? Make yes. one awesome of each style and Do then move on. Do that style well. Like, okay, I had zombie dust tonight from Three Floyds. It's just a pale ale, but it's a really good one. It's not crazy. And I know, okay, some people do like extreme beers, but this is the reason I'm like a self-hating craft <laughs> just, beer drinker because I'm, the more I bitch about it, the more I keep 
doing it. Right. Like, I bitched about it, what, a month or two ago? Yeah. And then I went and I bought a $14 six-pack. <laughs> so, like, when am I going to learn? Because I go, oh, that does sound delicious. Because I do like them, but when I get burnt, like I did, I, I'm not going to go back to Coors Light, but I, I'm i going to start. I, I have to put my blinders on. You, 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 you got blinders on, man. And just go, I like this kind of beer. And if someone goes like, yo, you can have this kind because it was aged and bugger, 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 and it's $20 more, fuck yourself. I'm not nah. doing it. Yeah, not here. No. I, here's what I'll do. You can. There's plenty of good six packs. Yes, they're like ten bucks. Okay, good. I'll buy that. But once you start going like, uh, this is a four pack. No, I'll make exceptions. There are exceptions to the rule, but uh, and I don't know. I'm sure there's other stereotypes where there's self hating, but I, I don't. I don't know. I'm done. I'm glad finally you're over it. I know. I still like craft brew. I still enjoy it. But next time someone tells me like, dude, have you tried this one? It's got coconut and go fuck just yourself. But I want to like have a face mush. Just <laughs> like my brother said, like have it. What is a, a fuck off? Yeah, fuck. Have you a chamber. fuck off chamber. No, fuck you. Yeah, have a fuck, fuck you chamber. One guy was it was dude. Like you like three fluids. Have you tried this collaboration with fuck you? Right. <laughs> I've had three fluids. It's good. I don't need any more. I'm right. good. I'm good. And I don't want to hurt their bottom line. Everybody go buy it. I'm not going to affect their sales anyways. But I'm saying, I'm digging my heels and going, I know what I like. And if you try to sell me on some... On well, I some, mean, what would be the difference if somebody said to you, hey, Ben, you know, the the Cubs are doing really good this year. You go, I'm a White Sox fan. I don't really care about the Cubs. I don't really care if they're good or bad. White Sox. White Sox guy right here. Because it's like, I do like an IPA. I just don't need one that you beat off in. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Does it make any sense? I want to dip my balls in it. Yeah! We're gonna get out of here, but before we do, I my you can hit me up personally on Twitter now at Hey My Dave. Uh, you can hit Ben up at Hey My Ben. You can I hit the podcast anywhere. up at Hey My Man Podcast. Hit our friend Jason Fallman up at Jason Fallman. Also at Nate Stom. Right, S T O M is for your brother. Yes, my brother Nate. He's done a lot of work for us. So anything else? I don't else know if it's wanna... right up our demo, but uh, I'm sorry for yelling at you guys this week. <laughs> it's just been one of those. Did you Sometimes pl- I come in and I go, hey, what's good? What's happening? Sometimes I come in and uh, no, who else wants to hear it? Did you have any, what movie did you, are you planning on watching this week? I'm going to finish Bad Boys, not Mike Lowry with Will Smith. I'm going to finish Bad Sean Boys, Penn, the Bad 80s Boys. film. I believe I'm mm-hmm. fairly certain it's 80s uh, with Sean Penn. And, uh, and I have a, you know what I'm gonna do? I'll, I'll do. I'm gonna knock the burbs out. I'll go rent okay. it again. Fifty cents out of my pocket for you. This was episode seventy-eight. Take care. You're nasty, Wyatt.
Stand my intention.